1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater, the show where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games. Today, it's going to be three bums, I think, uh, if, if you would be so uh, kind to include uh, you as a as a bum there, uh, Kev. Um, this is uh, episode number 83. It's Monday, July 27th, 2020. I'm Jeremy Dionisio.
0: I'm Jack Swakowski.
1: And... Um, yeah, we uh I already teased it, but we have a special guest uh in the uh virtual studio, I guess. Um but uh before we get to that, uh Jack, it's uh, episode uh number eighty three. Um Jack, we're gonna go with the Jose Akendo episode.
0: Okay, I like it, Jeremy. Uh Jose Akendo, you said I mentioned you have a little anecdote about him, which which <laughs> surprised me to hear.
1: Yeah, right, yeah. I might me and like, you know, his sons might be the only ones who, who have anecdotes about Jose Okendo, but um uh yeah, no, so I um you know, before this this guy, this batting stance guy that existed, um on uh on social media, whatever, um, you know, a young Jeremy, or maybe like a seven year old Jeremy, fancied himself as a bit of a uh batting stance guy as well. Um and so my I was playing baseball with my grandfather out in front of my house. And, uh, (laughs) no one's going to remember this, but look it up. Uh, Jose Okendo had like a really weird batting stance and I'm on a video for these guys so I can show them, but like he would hold the bat like this. He would like kind of hunch over and hold the bat. Like it was like, like it weighed like a hundred pounds and it was just like bent. It was bent downwards basically. And he was like hunched over and like, it was the least athletic looking batting stance and maybe the, the weirdest one until Craig Council came around. But like, so I was like mimicking the Jose Okendo batting stance and uh so my grandfather threw me a pitch I like was like slunched over like that and then I swung and instead of because I was holding the bat like an idiot instead of the the ball going forward it went like directly sideways and it went directly into like my aunt's window and I broke a window (laughs) batting like batting like Jose Okendo so um so, yeah, you know, uh, some people probably broke windows trying, like, imagining they were, like, you know, uh, Babe Ruth or Mickey Mantle hitting, like, a game-winning homer. I was, like – I, like, fouled one off, like, Jose Okendo and I broke a window. So there you go.
0: You know, I, I think, Jeremy, he's a, a coach for the uh, Cardinals now, is he not?
1: I, I think so. I think he's he's definitely been coaching, like, and quite and possibly could still be coaching. And I know, I think he might have even bounced around to another team or like other teams. But yeah, I mean, I think he's like, I think he's like, you know, uh, a cardinal. You know, mainstay, I guess. He started with the the Mets, I think, but I think he's like a cardinal. I think Cardinal Nation embraced him somehow.
0: He did, Jeremy. And actually, in 1989, he played in 163 games, just like uh, uh, the who, who was it uh, last last time that Greg? It was Greg Walker. Yeah, yeah. My God, you can't you can't swing a cat, you know, on this podcast without hitting a guy that played 163 games in a season. So. Uh- I know. Yeah. Awesome, Jeremy. Well yeah, you'll have to uh it, it's a shame that, you know, from at your bachelor party you didn't break out that Akendo stance uh, you know, <laughs> one last time. You think you know, you yeah. think of, you could have done some real damage to uh to your buddy Scott on the mound.
1: That's true, yeah. Maybe I would've I would've you know uh messed up his other leg. Um but uh, yeah, so all right, so um, we have a we have a guest here. Um, I think one of the nice things about doing these, uh, you know, remote broadcasts is that it's easier to bring people in. And so we have a we have a, a a person on who we've been meaning to have on for a long time. Um, it's a good friend of ours, um, good friend of mine from back in the high school days, uh, Kevin Goggin.
0: Hey guys thanks for having me, yeah, welcome, Kevin. Thank you for uh, doing the podcast. Uh, Kevin. you and I were talking a little bit before the podcast you've got a you 've got on a white sox cap. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about that cap
2: all right so yeah here 's the thing. Uh, have been mostly a Cubs fan most of my whole life. I did really enjoy for some reason when in like the ninety two and ninety three season. I was a huge White Sox fan for some reason. I would watch the games on replay on, like, Sports Channel, I think it was called. It was, like, a cable yep. channel. Yep. I wouldn't Sports watch channel. them live. I would only watch them on replay. And <laughs> for, for whatever reason, like, I, I mean, the Sox were great that year, you know, for those two years. Then the one was the, the, um, the, the
0: strike, strike year, right? Yeah. Well, uh, we could have had an... yeah, I think 94 was the strike year, but 93 was the uh, year that they made the, uh, the ALCS, I think, right? It was it 93 right, they played right, the Blue Jays in right, yeah, the yep. ALCS? Yeah.
2: Could have had an Expo's White Sox World Series.
1: <laughs> yep, that's true. But, that's what it was going towards.
2: But the thing, so yeah, so I was a Cubs fan, been a Cubs fan. I've been kind of mad at the Cubs ownership for the past few years now. And Couldn't um, imagine yeah, why. <laughs> yeah, multi, multitude of reasons that we won't get into. And, you know, I feel like I'm an adult. I could switch allegiances. <laughs> There's a perfectly good team on the other side of town. And uh I just went ahead and did it. The Marquee Network was the final straw for me and I you know, I don't I don't wish the Cubs any ill will. I think that's so stupid like you have to pick one. I'm an adult. It's fine. I just choose not to give them money or support them. That's all. Well, look at that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we Jeremy, we have somebody who has something against the Marquee Network on this podcast, you know.
1: There yeah, it's true. He he he's he vocalized it very clearly and level-headedly and yeah. He didn't, yeah. I
0: actually have a question for you, Jeremy. I've been getting the Marquee Network on my uh, my Xfinity uh, okay. and uh, my Xfinity streaming, and I thought I was going to have to pay extra for that. Did they like did they like uh, make it free because of the pandemic season, or what what happened? Or am I being charged really? extra? I haven't really looked at my cable bill that closely.
1: Well, uh, uh, Jack, is it, is it Jack? Yeah, Jack, uh, you know, the great thing about the Marquee Network is that uh, we're bringing it to every broadcast, every home, every living room, so fans can watch the uh, the great Cubs baseball uh, every night. And, you know, in between, uh, you know, innings, uh, you'll see some nice uh, Mike Pence commercials, and, uh, you know, you can really enjoy the whole experience. So, yeah, Jack, we're bringing that to your, your living room. Uh, no, no extra charge for you there.
0: Really? Okay, wow. Well, <laughs> I, yeah, I... I was not aware. I was surprised, Jeremy. I thought they were going to charge like an extra eight bucks.
1: Well, well, okay, for real though, Jack, I don't know.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I was, okay. well, was going to say, I, just bullshitting, I, I can stomach yeah. a few Mike Pence commercials if it means getting the free, uh, the, Mar- the Marquee Network.
1: There you go. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, he's, he, I don't know. He's I bringing have... America back or whatever he says in his commercials. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh,
2: Lord. Uh, so I saw today there was a rain delay and my buddy told me that instead of playing any sort of Cubs old game or anything, they were playing episodes of Andy Griffith.
1: Oh, really? I was watching it and they were playing uh like the Ryan Dempster talk show.
2: <laughs> okay, maybe he had the wrong channel on. There's a Which, very good possibility.
1: Well, yeah, it's just I would say that the material on there is just about as fresh as the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> uh, uh, but um, yeah, no, I don't. I mean, that makes sense. That's like classic rain Delight theater. You know, other like from for like G for WGN. Like you know, I could see them playing Andy Griffith, but um, I don't know. It's maybe almost
2: like they should have just stayed on WGN.
1: <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, it's not like you know, WGN and the Cubs are interwoven into the national tapestry or anything. Um, but, but yeah, no, for sure. Uh, it's not like there's a song about it that they play at the end of every game where it name checks it. Um, but, uh, but no, they're, uh, yeah, they've turned their back on that. Um, uh, but uh, no, I don't know if, if uh, I've, see, I've been getting the Marquee Network since it, since it aired because I have AT&T now streaming. Uh, so that I was like, I feel like I was one of the first people to get it. Um, but, yeah, I think at the 11th hour they reached a deal with, with Xfinity. And um, I would have guessed that they would have charged more. But, but yeah, I don't know. If you're getting it, then you're probably just getting it.
0: Okay. Anyway. You know, one, one, one last question about, you know, the Cubs broadcasts, uh, you know, and Marquee Network. Uh, uh, Ryan Dempster, whose who, name was just dropped. He's been on, like, every – well, sure. uh, the two of the three – Broadcast. The other one was on Fox this weekend, but he's been on every marquee network broadcast. I almost wonder if like they're grooming him, like in case one of the two announcers like tests positive for COVID, and then they'll bring Ryan. They'll bring Ryan Dempster in. I mean, I would. I would also assume that they might just have Len or JD like just do their do it from home. Um, but like, I also wonder if they're like, you know, if one of these guys has to like leave for two weeks, like if Ryan Dempster is going to come in. Um, I don't think anybody wants do think? I don't think anybody wants that, but like, you know.
1: No, I don't think so. That's that's an interesting angle. I mean, uh I think like they were like last year they were doing a thing cuz they're doing a thing where he like he's he's Jumps in on like the third inning or something, and maybe does like one inning, and then he, then he's he's back in the studio for the post game. Which I'm not sure where the Marquee Studios are. They could be in that building next to Wrigley, for all I know. But um, he's doing like Doug Glanville did that last year, where he would do a a stand up like remote piece from the stands, and then he would be back in the studio for the post game. Um, so I it seems like they're kind of doing that. But I yeah, if I was JD, I would not be happy seeing Ryan Dempster's friggin'. Harry Carey bad impression face walking around because clearly they they would they would love for for just Shays to quit so they could put in Ryan Dempster which I um, I got into an argument with my friend the other day that like uh, you know about who's the better broadcast booth and I, I still have to go with Len and JD but like I mean yeah I mean I would I would have to become a White Sox fan just. Because I couldn't stand the broadcasts anymore.
0: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Jeremy. I mean, uh, as as much as I'm not a Cubs fan, I actually do really like Len and JD. So uh, let's let's hope that Ryan Dempster doesn't you know doesn't uh, barge into that.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so okay, so uh, Kevin, uh, great to have you on the show. Um, we go we go pretty far back. Um, yeah. Back to back to high school. Uh, I'm right. quoting <laughs>
2: back to high school.
1: What is that's from a song. I don't know what it's from.
2: What, I don't know. I have um, no idea. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh well. well not <laughs> no, freshman year. Now's not the time to think about it. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's fine. Uh yes. freshman year, you were a sophomore, met yes. at the bus stop. And, yeah. Uh, been pals ever since.
1: Yeah, at high school I you know, I recall being at a at an old Weezer show together, uh, mm-hmm. or or one or two shows. Um but um so as far as our baseball background, Kev, uh, like we, we took a, uh, it was in 2014, right?
2: No. So I found the games here. It was in 2013, May 13, 22nd okay. through May 24th of 2013.
1: Okay. We took a, um, uh, Midwest e- to the East, uh, baseball road trip, uh, Cleveland, uh, Pittsburgh, and then Cincinnati.
2: Correct. So the yeah. Cubs in those two games and the first one was, uh, Indians versus Tigers, and uh, it was Ubaldo Jimenez versus Justin Verlander. Yeah, which is a pretty pretty good game. It was it was a very very long rain delay, but we stuck it out. Yeah, which and I think
1: I think maybe we've we've I think this has come up on the podcast before, Jack, about like you know like we had like yeah it was like a three hour rain delay, but like we were glad because it gave us a chance to walk around the we walked around to the stadium yeah. till like we didn't need to see any more of it. We had seen. Right. Enough to know we
2: sat seen in too much. pretty much every section yeah. they didn't they didn't care at that point um yeah,
0: exactly and when you know once the rain delay was over, did Verlander uh still end up pitching? <laughs> no. no,
1: I think he was uh texting uh upton kate upton in the in the clubhouse or something, but um no he um uh or maybe he was thinking of a, an escape plan if he ever had a pitch under dusty Baker um <laughs> but uh um but no uh yeah it was a 3 hour rain delay so i yeah he wasn't he wasn't coming back i don't but yeah we were saying that we did see a rich hill like on the on the like uh, rehab tour basically um yep. pitching out of the uh Indians bullpen and if i remember correctly he had like as like a 6 era that year or something like or even maybe at that point and like i mean for god's sakes i thought he was done at that point and then he ends up like becoming like a stud i think i think with the a's and then with the dodgers and now he's with the Twins, and I, so that was kind of a weird thing. Um, but yeah, the and final saw-
2: the final pitchers of note in that game were Rich Hill and Jose Valverde.
1: Oh yeah, Valverde yeah for sure, crazy eyes Valverde. Um, yeah, very cool. Uh, so yeah. And then we, we drove to uh, Pittsburgh, um, took in the game there where we saw, there was another rain delay in that game as well. Yeah, there was, uh, I there remember was.
2: that was my favorite thing. I have a picture of it when that, you know, the little, uh, banner script that goes yeah, around the stadium and the, in the these ribbon, places.
1: the ribbon board or whatever they yeah, call it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There it says, uh, rain is stupid. <laughs> yeah.
1: With the pirate face next to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I remember, uh, that it's funny. That's like maybe one of the better things I remember from that game um that in the food uh mm-hmm. I, I, I ate some pierogies that night I believe um but uh but yeah so uh yeah and we saw we saw Edwin Jackson pitch in one of those games which that is was
2: uh yeah that one was luck. Edwin Jackson versus Jean-Marc Gomez
1: ooh
0: ugh. Yeah this, yeah this would this would have been uh, yeah uh wow John Mar Gomez I didn't even know he was ever a starter at any point but um I think yeah I think he was on the White Sox last year but uh this would have been Edwin Jackson pre cup Oh no Edwin did you see Edwin Jackson start for the Cubs in that game yeah, correct, Okay right. okay I got gotcha. you
1: So it was probably and this was in May so this was probably before we I mean I think a lot of us knew that he was going to be crap before mm-hmm. he he debuted but you know there was maybe still hope that he might be okay
2: according to this after he lost that game he was one in seven
1: yeah that makes yeah great good start yeah that's great um yeah so that was bad you know you drive all the way there to see uh, edwin jackson and jinmar gomez the joke is on you um and then we can we swung back and saw the 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 reds um and uh yeah i remember again i remember the skyline chili hot do- chili dogs um not great not great yeah i mean uh i don't know we don't we don't even really have too many ohio listeners so i guess we're not gonna offend anybody but uh it, it yeah it's it's not uh it's not not worth a trip if that's what you're going for
2: i think for me the highlight of this game was i saw uh we saw um, who did we see we saw.
1: I remember seeing Chew. Oh yeah, no,
2: no, yeah, that's right. No, but we saw that was the first time I saw Chapman pitch, and we oh, were okay. behind home plate, so seeing that ball come straight was very, very crazy to see. Yeah, that hundred mile an hour ball. Yeah, and for a- sure. after the game, we were going to drive back, and we did. But they had um, some big Jack dudes hitting those like juiced softballs. Oh, yes, yes, of and we're course. like, we have to stay for this, and it was one of the coolest things ever. They're hitting like six hundred foot home runs. Like it's. <laughs> Bonkers,
1: yeah, no, no, no joke. Like, yeah, that's right, yeah, right. Because, okay, so yeah, we drove back, it was like a six and a half hour drive or something from Cincy to, to Chicago. I was, I was happy, I'm happy to say that we, we, you know, we we just got out of the stadium, got in the car, and drove home. Uh, you know, uh, that was uh, Road Warrior style, but but yes, and so we were trying to get home, and then yeah, this, like, I don't even remember what they were called, but it was like the softball all stars or something, yeah, sure. and the. Yeah, these like crazy guys were just hitting like these had to have been like tight the tightliest wound like softballs ever, but they were cranking them like crazy and like <laughs> it was just cool to see like because like you know no matter what is being hit or who, by who just to see like a ball fly that far is is insane to see in person and so like yeah. it was really it was really cool to see I remember that yeah that was awesome um, I don't really know anything I think maybe they showed those guys once on like fox sports net or like you know comcast sports net or something but i don't know what a organization or whatever that was but it was it was entertaining as hell it was pretty cool Yeah. yeah for sure um cool cool all right well um so uh baseball started and it almost ended today um you know we we thought we would be talking about um you know the opening day festivities and which and we will but uh there was um uh overshadowing any sort of like happiness about baseball coming back is the fact that uh there's already been a COVID outbreak uh with the Marlins and to a lesser extent like the Reds too. Well so.
0: and, and now it's so like for the fourteen players and staff combination of whatever tested positive for the Marlins. But it seems like the Marlins were trying to blame Atlanta for it, like the Atlanta Braves. They're like, Yeah, we think we think we got it in Atlanta. Um, oh,
1: because no, oh, they played like a one game. Yeah, I think. Well, yeah.
0: So like they they think yeah, that yeah, they got it from sure. Atlanta. Who knows? But it seems like they were kind of trying to pass the buck onto there. Um, <laughs> and so so now so their game got postponed or canceled, you know, today. And then the Yankees versus Phillies uh, also got also got canceled. And that was because what the Marlins played the Phillies over the weekend.
1: Yeah, they were in Philadelphia and the Yankees would have been using the same locker room um, as the, as the Marlins. So they're like, um, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and cancel that too. Uh, they'll give it a deep clean or something, which means they'll probably wipe down like the benches or something, uh, with just a wet rag. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I didn't hear that part about the Braves, but, um, I mean, yeah, I'm sure that that's what it is. It's not the fact that they live in Florida.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it could have, yeah, no, nothing to do with that, but leave, leave it to the Marlins, like the worst, the worst franchise in baseball, and you know the one that draws like the least amount of people the least followed franchise like the the one with the least amount of like you know marquee players like just a bunch of minor leaguers like they're the ones that are going to like ruin the season now
1: yeah exactly yeah what a mess um and scary too i mean as as much as there's room to just you know tear down the marlins it's 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 frightening and um I would not uh, be one. I would not want my team to be going to play them. I, I mean, the Reds, to a smaller extent, had like a you know mini COVID thing. Uh, Matt Davidson actually, you know, like appeared in a game while he was while he was COVID positive, and then they found out I guess after the game or something. Um, and then Mike Mustakis, who had like a good opening day, ended up having to go on the DL with with COVID symptoms, and I think there was another guy too, maybe, uh, for the Reds. Um, and it's like and now the Cubs are in Cincinnati playing them so like you know that doesn't really make me too happy but uh, uh, I I don't know I mean it is what it is I guess
0: well um, I mean we, we can enjoy it while it lasts who knows you know yeah. by this by the by the next time we record a podcast and it might not be a season anymore um, yeah so we'll see I do wonder if like they decide to trash the season at any point if the statistics like from the games that were played will still count um, I know yeah, it's uh I feel like yeah, there's a lot there's a lot up in the air, but um you know it'll it'll be interesting to see how the uh the entire thing develops. I will say, uh, Jeremy, um so we were watching the Fox broadcast, uh we were talking a little bit about this while it was going on. But uh there are no fans in the stands, but Fox decided to put CGI uh fans into the yes. stands, which which was which was absurd.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah, Kevin is acting it out now
2: yeah they have them doing the wave and such (laughs) yeah exactly
1: and then like like there was like five fans like putting their head on their show on their like their their head on their knee or whatever like at the same time. I mean, if you ever watch, if you ever played like a video game baseball, it's like that's what they did to the stands. I will say number one, it's that's the most fox thing that fox could have done is like you know give us digital uh, fans and they they. So another thing too is we were Jack, you and me were were texting about opening the first game which was on Marquee Network and we were talking about you, you were talking about like the the uh, the you know, the noise, the fan, the crowd noise and stuff. And, um, I was saying that that was like in, in stadium, which I was pretty sure, which I'm pretty sure it was, but on Fox, they, they like doubled down and they were doing it through the broadcast for sure. Were they? Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. It had to be. Cause it was, it was way too loud and it was constant and it was just like, it was, it was a little over the top. And like, of course, like, yeah, leave it to Fox. Um, you know, I tweeted like for people who are outraged about this, um, you don't, you must not remember the Fox tracks puck. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 The hot puck. Yeah, exactly. With The, the, the comet tail uh, on the yeah. puck because, hey, hey, people can't see the puck. Hey, I like hockey, but I can't see the puck. So I'm <laughs> not going to watch. It's like, OK, well, don't worry. We'll put a we'll put
2: a, a fucking comet tail on it so you can see it, you idiot. The thing that's confusing is, isn't the idea maybe I'm wrong, but isn't the idea behind the cutouts, isn't it for the players? They can't see digital fans, right? Oh well, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, exactly.
1: Yeah, I mean, no, it's truly for the people in the stands. Which like, are there people? Are there really people who are turn, turn tuning into games and saying like, oh man, this is too weird. This this stadium is empty. I gotta change the channel. Like like like, no, that's not happening. If people are dying to watch. They would watch baseball and like you know lit by like one spotlight. Um, you know if if they could at least see something. So like it's it doesn't it's it's just it's ridiculous. I mean like. I don't know. I mean, whatever. They're trying to make some sort of normalcy. I don't know. Whatever. I do. I will say, like, it's cool that they have the technology to do that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they should. Um, so I don't know. Uh, but I will say that, like, Twitter was kind of, like, uh, like, up in arms about uh, the fans for sure. I think maybe there was maybe some slight mixed reaction to the crowd noise. But, again, another, another one of the things that they're saying about, you know, these games is that you can hear... You can hear stuff like that you never could hear before. You could hear like guys in the dugout cheering, like rooting on their teammates and stuff. And like Fox drowns it out with their own like broad with their own broadcast noise. So it's like, yeah, you know, it'd be cool to hear that stuff, but uh, you know, they're just drowning it out. So oh well.
0: Yeah, Eric Karros kept saying during the broadcast that like he knew things were happening because he could hear the players yelling it from the dugout. Like at at one point, yeah. a, at one point a balk happened. Or maybe it didn't happen, but Eric Karos called it a balk because he like heard a guy from the dugout uh, yell it. Um, yeah. But then again, like Eric Caros also said that Dusty Baker's 3500 win as a manager was long overdue, so or 2500 <laughs> or, or whatever or whatever it was. So yeah, yeah. you know, you, you've got a guy on the broadcast like slurping Dusty Baker. Like you know, I, I think that's you know, I don't I don't think any of us really need that at this point.
1: No, and also completely um, missing the fact that there was a a brawl brewing in that Cubs game on Saturday between, like, uh, Baez, Contreras, and the Brewers, and, like you know someone threw into Contreras and Contreras like stared back at the pitching at the pitcher for like you know a good like 30 seconds or something and Fox is like totally missing it and Karras is like yeah he's thrown inside to set him up for the outside pitch it's like yeah that's fine but there's a fuck, there's a fight brewing here like talk about it and I know that they were in the studio um, but but I was at home I could see it why didn't they see it so anyway um, national think, broadcasters uh... are the worst go ahead
2: do you think uh, if uh, the Astros come to town anywhere, people will troll them and add in some uh, trash can noises in that that din?
1: They should. Someone should. Um, yeah, I heard that they. I heard that the, the Brewers were playing. I think this was on the broadcast yesterday. They were playing in like an intro squad game in Milwaukee, and like they play, they boo, they played like a boo sound effect when Christian Yalich came up to the. Uh, yeah, play they they whatever.
0: did. They uh, I think they were trolling. Well, he had a terrible. Uh, uh, like exhibition season he was like you know he he had like uh you know 18 at bats and he struck out 12 times in like all of the exhibition games that, that they played so maybe they were just trolling him getting off to a slow start or you know
1: I, yeah i heard that uh braun actually like had them do
0: that or something oh really that,
1: that's also what they said yeah it was braun was behind that or something. okay so, okay
0: that, that he seems like the type of guy that would find that really funny
1: yeah exactly yeah
0: i I was waiting Jeremy, for the Cubs to pipe in booze um for Ryan Braun because I think yeah, that would have been yeah. realistic, but it didn't happen, although I think Braun said he could hear the booze coming from the uh the rooftop the rooftop oh, yeah. place, so you know at, at <laughs> yeah. Le- yeah, at least we had that but um uh so you know fox uh not not a great broadcast, Jeremy, and I will say i I watched most of the games. Uh, this weekend and I did not see Derek Dietrich. Is he on the team? Did he get in over the well, weekend?
1: No, I think he's still I think he's he's in the satellite location right now. So he's not on the active roster, but the Cubs have signed Derek Dietrich, which this is a major coup for Rain Delay Theater. Um yeah, uh Kevin, I don't know. Like we've been count we've been touting like the uh the wiles of, of Derek Dietrich for almost as long as the podcast has happened. <laughs> um you know, I think it started off as a uh maybe not so good-natured ribbing of Derek Dietrich but like I mean the guy is just like you know I mean he I think he completely fell into like a volcano the second half of last year um but I mean he's just like he's he's an asshole he's not a really good player but like those two things don't seem to like you know have any effect on each other um and now he's a cub so um I and I, I said this, uh, you know, in, on on Twitter. But like in a year, that could be a complete like laughing stock. It's like Derek Dietrich is a perfect guy to have on your team. So I think maybe sooner than later he'll be on the active roster. Um, and uh, I, you know, it should be interesting to see. Uh, I think I wonder if he's going to like pull in anyone to to be like a goofball with him. Uh, that'll be, that'll be, that'll be the main thing. Cause like he'll, he'll do weird stuff on his own, but, uh, it's like, who will he pull in to also be like, to also walk around like shirtless with like oil on their body? You know, I, don't I know. feel
0: like, I feel like Javi Baez might be like, you know, down for like <laughs> doing some, some weird stuff like that. Uh, Maybe. you know, I hadn't thought about this, Jeremy, but like Derek Dietrich gets hit by a ton of pitches. Like I think, yeah. um, but so does Anthony Rizzo. So yeah. you you put those two guys in the the lineup at the yeah. same time. That's like at least one one of those guys is going to get hit by a pitch like per game.
1: Yeah, that's that's almost like an automatic runner in scoring position if you put them back to back. Yeah, anywhere near each other. Yeah. One of them's going to end up on second base. Um so, yeah, I know that'll be interesting. Uh, Rizzo got hit again tonight as wow. well. Did he really? He's got, three, he's got 3 hit by pitches already in in 4 games. So,
0: wow. Yeah.
1: Um so yeah, so we we're uh, we're excited about the Derek Dietrich uh era uh in Chicago Cubs baseball. Um one last thing to talk about and uh hey, this is not the long-awaited baseball card episode. Uh, but I do want to talk about a baseball card real quick because this is on the national. This is in the national zeitgeist. But um, there was a uh, there was a Fauci baseball card. Um, so Tops does this series of like they're called Tops now, and like it's a new baseball card printed and available only for 24 hours, based on what happened like the day before. So the day so Fauci threw out the opening pitch uh, at the Yankees Nationals game. Uh, very uh, not good pitch. Which um, as someone who uh, you know, believes in science. Um, it was not a good day for people who believe in science because uh, because Fauci threw that bad pitch. He clearly doesn't know what he's talking about um, with COVID. So that's unfortunate. But. Um, but he threw out the, a, a bad first pitch, and they made a baseball card of it. And um so, so this tops now. Like they, they only print, they print as many as people buy. So you can buy it for however many you want in a twenty four hour window. But when it's done, it's done. And most cards print like three hundred, maybe like for like a a major market player, they print like maybe like 600 seven hundred for a major event or a rookie debut. Maybe they'll print like in the like five digits or something. Um, like the low five digits, but the Fauci card printed like 54,000 plus cards. Holy crap. Um, and like that's, it, it set the record. So this series of tops now cards, which like has had middling success. Uh, you know, I think there's some collectors who wish it was more popular. Their most popular card now is of, of, you know, a a doctor throwing out a first pitch. Mm -hmm. Um, and and so not only did they make the card and it printed, it broke the record. But it's now selling on eBay for like like in the hundreds. Did you this buy is a card one? That like, like uh, I have two of them. <laughs> but um, uh, so I you know I, this is another uh, Project Twenty Twenty Trout card. Um, but uh, you know I'm not selling. Um, but uh, <laughs> don't don't even ask. But um, no, but uh, like the it's crazy the the bubble is gonna burst on this thing so bad it's it's just weird but like right now it's a thing that's happening and like yeah people are selling them like for like like Anywhere from like one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars, and maybe even more. I think in some cases, um, it's normally it was ten dollars through Tops. There are guys who like buy in bulk and get it at a lower rate, and you could buy it for like five dollars on on eBay. Um, but once the window closes, people jack up the prices, and so yeah, it's now selling like in upwards of like two hundred dollars, and uh, it's it's kind of crazy.
2: You gotta think though that anything produced in this weird ass season is probably gonna go for a lot of money right especially if Garsh forbid it gets cancelled,
1: yeah, no for sure I honestly, I was thinking like man if the season only air uh, like and they they make like maybe like three to like six cards a day based on whatever happened the day before, and I'm like, I should have bought all of them because if the season does get canceled after like a week, it's like those cards yeah that whole set will be pretty awesome but um they could
2: they could produce a card of uh someone on the marlins getting tested for COVID 19 just with the swab down there.
1: yeah right exactly yeah yeah uh or they do relic cards so maybe they could do like a a swab or or a mask relic or something um (laughs) but uh but yeah so anyway so um uh yeah it's it's kind of crazy um and uh yeah we'll see what happens with it i mean yeah maybe it is because there's another card there's a card of um uh Mike Trout with the mask on and uh that card is also selling for like a lot of money. And that one I do believe is that one only sold like 3000 so like that one I do believe will keep its value but like uh yeah, I think like there this is a hot commodity like cards with baseball players wearing masks on them and uh it's yeah, it's obviously hopefully it's a thing that's only going to exist in the 2020 season and uh yeah, so it's uh it's something that's going on out there just uh so I felt like I needed to talk about it. So there we go.
0: Well, uh, we have, um, uh, a theme for this episode, uh, believe it or not. Um, I think we're calling it, uh, well, we, we were kind of debating what we should call it. New baseball terms, term, terms for baseball things that happen that don't exist. Jeremy, you suggested baseball sniglets.
1: Yes. Uh, for anyone out there who's, uh, 50 years of age or older, um, they might recall, uh, Rich Hall, uh, created the, um, uh term sniglets which was a name for things that didn't have names um so uh for example like the the little piece of plastic at the end of your shoelace like he came up with a name for that i don't actually remember what it was but he had like a book like a coffee table book i think he like went on like the tonight tonight show and would like talk about it maybe snl um and uh so it was a thing for a a minute in the 80s (laughs) so um but given those parameters i think we should call it new baseball vocabulary (laughs)
0: Okay, uh, well, there's, uh, no, yeah, there's nothing wrong with making an old reference, Jeremy. I, I talked about Alan Sherman once on this podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Kev, get yours uh, locked and loaded for uh, the okay. sign-off. Yeah. Um, so we have a list here of, uh, of uh, a Theater curated occurrences, I guess, or events uh, that happen. Some some in-game related, some uh, attending a game related. Um but and some just like baseball, uh, you know, world related. So um, we um, each uh, we got the list. Uh, we each came up with our own kind of like pitch uh, for for a new name for it. Um, hopefully like a, uh, a simpler name uh, that we could use um, going forward. And I think our, I think the vow, guys, is that so there's three of us. Um, I think we can like try to come to a vote and try to uh, like um, pick like uh one to 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 stick with and use uh in casual baseball conversation coming up uh jack and i like i think we we have to vow to use it in in future episodes and kev when you're when you're on the you're you're our man on the outside so you can now take it from this podcast inject it into conversation and when people people say what the hell are you talking about say like you don't know and then just walk away yeah Yeah. i like that um
2: can i say uh (laughs) <laughs> well, this is really, uh, this really will collapse everything that I've written down. Uh-huh. if That's not the case, but I've used a lot of phrases rather than just single. words. Oh yeah. yeah. No, that's no, that sure.
1: perfectly fine. Yeah, okay. for sure. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Um, Otherwise
2: I'll leave right now. I'm just, I'll leave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're out. Um, so, uh, yeah, no. So, okay. So yes. Um, and, um, you know, I will say that I th- I think I'll preface this on behalf of all of us is like. Not all of these are winners. There's going to be some bad ones in yeah, here, for sure. Um, so uh, we'll 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 wear that uh, if we if you know once when when our turn comes. Um, but uh, okay, so we have a list here, and um, the first one up, uh, the first occurrence we have that we came up with a new baseball vocabulary term for is a pinch hitter is announced and then called back. So you know, uh, pitcher. This I mean, this is th- this occurrence might not happen too much, like you know in the future now with the baseball with the pitchers not batting but um you know pitchers do up next um uh, batter gets announced um and then they call him back and then he, he's ineligible to come back in the game without ever having done anything
0: yeah um i, I always actually like this because the guy gets credited with a game played even though he never actually got in the game you know essentially yeah. essentially the, that pinch hitter is just being used as a decoy but um, yeah. you know, now that there's the three batter rule, like you said, this might be kind of uh, an obscure happening from here on out. Um, yeah. But I, I like it. I, I, I like it. It's one of my favorite like occurrences in a game that you know you don't you don't see too often. Uh, I guess I could go first for this one. You, uh, uh, if, if that's okay, sure, guys. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Go for All right. It. Sure. So um, yeah. So this is uh, this is what I call I call it a, a reverse Godfather three. <laughs> so um the famous quote from the godfather 3 is uh just when i thought i was out they pull me back in but you know that that pinch hitter that pinch hitter he's probably like just when i thought i was in they pull me back out you know so you would you would say that that pinch hitter got reverse godfather threed you know oh, very uh, nice yeah all right oh man <laughs> Jack, very you're nice. coming
2: in strong with this. That's a that's a strong opener. Jack, did you just use this topic to do your
1: your impressions? <laughs> <laughs> I wanna, yeah, I want to know that. Which I, I much I, like I, much like Rich Hall. Exa- hey, there you go. Yeah, he, he's our Rich. He's RainDelay Theater's Rich Hall. <laughs> Jack Swakowski. Um, <laughs> very nice. Um, well, Kevin, I think I think as a guest, I think maybe normally we let the guests go first, but I think as a courtesy, we'll let you go. I think you should go last, maybe. Right? Okay. Sure. Um, yeah. Hey. But. Okay, just because if we, you know, if we all strike out, uh, you can you can come in and clean it up. But um uh so mine so so I have um for pinch Shitter, that get, gets announced get but gets called back. I have burn victim. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: That's a little dark, I admit, but yeah. um but uh um, yeah, so you know they always say like they burned the they burned them they burned the batter. So like uh, I I don't know I just tried to put a turn of phrase on there burn victim. It's in poor taste. I apologize. Let's move on. Kevin, this is your chance to clean up. Save me. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> so for this one, yeah, mine is way more childish and way more uh, way more third grade. Not not in the sense that it's immature, but mine is the made you look. Made you look. Nice. Oh yeah. Okay. Hey, see me now. You see me now. You don't made you look. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah like the old the old switcheroo right
2: yeah yeah which that
1: I I'm a, I will say Kevin I'm a big fan of like the like the like phrase turned into a single word mm-hmm. you know like forget about it I there's there's that's got to be a name you know there has to be a name for that but uh uh of course we all know uh, Ernest from uh you know TV TV's Ernest Ernest Saves Christmas Ernest uh goes to camp yeah he has you know what I mean
0: yeah. Know what I mean know what I mean, Vern? Yeah. yeah, I used to watch <laughs> those all the time.
1: <laughs> exactly. And then if you ever do see that, they it's 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 written out as one word. Um but uh Major Look is, is good. I, I would like to use that just uh even for the sake of uh you know just trying to spell it out as one word. Um but uh okay, well we have our three, so we have to pick we have to pick one to go with. Yeah. Um uh do you want to go in reverse order, I guess? Sure. Kev, yeah, who who do and you go with? Rev- Kev?
2: In reverse order, I am a hundred percent going with the Reverse Godfather Three.
1: Um, I I agree, Kev. Um, I my vote is for Reverse Godfather Three, even though it's you know it, it doesn't roll off the tongue super well, but it's 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 perfect. Um, yeah. So Jack, I mean, I, I think I don't even know. I don't even know if you, you even need to 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 vote. I guess maybe we shouldn't vote for ourselves either. But um, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know, Jack. If you have one, but I think I mean I think you. Una- majority wins on that. Well, run. yeah,
0: majority already wins. I'll take it, Jeremy. All right, I'll take it from now okay. on. That's a reverse, a reverse Godfather three. Love it.
1: <laughs> I love it. Um, all right. So second up, we have uh, a. Now this one will be um uh applicable uh this season. It almost happened in the uh, Angels game, but Otani got thrown out uh, between second and third uh, the other night. Um, but a pinch runner scores the winning run. Um, so the new rule this year is, uh, in this, an in extra innings, uh, uh the pr- player who made the last out in the previous inning goes straight to second base and, uh, you know, they only have two bases to go to score. Um, so, so this one will happen this year. Um, and, uh, we got to come up with a name for it. So, um, let me go first. Cause mine, is, mine sucks. <laughs> okay. So I, I I, some of these I wrote down first draft and I wanted to co- go back and change and I, just, I was not able to um, so mine is FAH F-A-H which stands for fake ass hero <laughs> <laughs> so he's a Fa. so o- Otani could have been a Fa. okay yeah. All right, Jack, Jack uh, well, uh, maybe we can like you know alternate who goes first. So so like we'll uh we'll like or we'll uh you know change it every round. So Kev, why don't you go second and then Jack, you can you can close it out.
0: Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah.
2: So for the pinch runner scoring a winning run, I went with the positive PR campaign.
1: <laughs> now I, okay, I like it. I like it. I um,
2: PR for pinch runner. And PR for public relations.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's good. It's like, hey, so it's the opposite
2: of a PR nightmare.
1: (laughs) Yeah, positive PR campaign. I like it. I like it. Uh, Jack, what do you got?
0: Uh, Okay, I I feel all right. I I called this one a uh, a a Jimmy Smits. Um, You know, you're 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 smitzing when you a pinch runner who scores a winning run is smitzing. So the reason for this (laughs) is that Jimmy Smits uh, was you know a television actor. He only comes onto a television series after it's already a hit. You know, you got the West Wing. He comes into the West Wing late. Uh, he's in uh, Sons of Anarchy, but he comes into that way late, like season five. He might even be in Twenty Four. I can't remember. But like, you know, he a show becomes a hit, and then he needs a little taste of it. So like, that's like what a that's like what a pinch runner does. Um, you know, a guy, a guy like comes in late like that, scores a run. And you know it, he didn't have anything to do with it before. The game was already like a hit, and then he came in and scored the run. Uh, so yeah, that's mine, uh, Jimmy Smith's. Now I uh, I think I have the first vote for this one. I'm going to vote for mm-hmm. fake ass hero. I I, I I like that one. I think <laughs> Fa is good.
1: Very nice, very nice. Um, that would uh, mean that uh, I go next. Is that right? No for vote. Yeah. Go um, for it. I mean, I damn you, damn you, Jack! I got to go with Jack again for for smitzing. I would I would say on the on the on the terms that it's smitzing specifically. Uh, I think that's a winner, right? Yeah, there, smitzing, smitzing,
0: yeah.
2: I I really really love the term smitzing. I think that is fantastic, <laughs> and that really fits in with the original theme i think of those rich hall things they're very goofy yes but i gotta go Fuh. Fuh runs rolls off the tongue really and it, it sounds like fuh, like the food which is kind of <laughs> nice yeah and then and then you could say like look at this fucker if you're really <laughs> mad at him
1: yeah what the fuckers um <laughs> yeah okay okay well there we go i'll take it That that's a, a split decision but um uh we'll see and and listen th- this doesn't mean that smitzing or positive pr spin isn't is in, is is dead, you know. But uh, fa will now become the uh, preferred term, I guess, the preferred terminology. Um, okay, very cool. Moving on to the list. Um, we have. Uh, so this one we um we kind of they kind of overlapped a little bit. So um you know we we some of us had uh, doubled uh, it up. Some of us um have one for each. Um, but uh, first up is uh, relief pitcher blows a save, uh, but gets the win. I think that's something that, like, a statistical anomaly that often, like, you know, makes people who look at box scores kind of shake their head a little bit. Like, how does this guy get a win when he blew the save and almost made the team lose? Um, So, uh, Kev, you would be up first then.
2: Yeah, um, so let me preface this by saying I hope (laughs) this phrase, it's an old phrase, and I hope it's not a canceled phrase, and I apologize if it's offensive. Kev, do not come on our
1: podcast and get us canceled, please. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. (laughs) So I went went with bullpen in a china shop.
0: Ah, Oh, okay, okay. That's pretty good. That is good. That is good. I like that.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's canceled or not. (laughs) Let's proceed with caution.
0: (laughs) I uh, I was gonna say I will say you know sometimes there are things where like I'll I'll like uh, you know Jeremy I'll say things that'll make him shake his head sometimes so like you know the Dennis Rodman thing from last week I learned that you didn't you know didn't really approve of Dennis Rodman uh, so yeah you know who knows but uh, I'll allow it and I I, I like it um, Jeremy are you are you next
1: um, you would be next Jack okay okay.
0: Um, all right, so uh, let's see. For, for this one, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I I wrote uh, uh, the uh, the vulture's dessert is uh, it, it's a, it's a vulture's dessert, you know, because like when a guy gets a when a relief pitcher like comes in and gets a win in a, like a tie game or something, you know, he pitches like an inning or something. It's like he's he's like a vulture, you know, like he didn't really, you know, relief pitcher like he didn't really deserve that win, you know, and like the the end of the game, that's like the dessert, you know. So uh, so that that's that's mine for this one.
1: Very nice. Uh, it sounds like an old Western novel or something, like, <laughs> Yeah, or right. more I'm or something. So. The Vultures' Dessert. Um, very cool. All right. So mine, um, you know, and I suppose that this doesn't have to be the closer, but usually, um, yeah. But like, let's say, let's say it's a closer in this case that's that's doing this. Um, so that it 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 requires you. It requires that you know, uh, which I I want to say TNT series. Starring Kira Sedgwick was the closer. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of that. So yeah. You have Yeah, you have to know that ahead of time to have to make any sense. But um so for when the relief when the closer blows a save but gets a win, I I'm calling it Sedgwick's redemption. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, so there you go. Who knew that, that also, Sedgwick was going to get into a baseball uh, terminology? Maybe if I'm lucky.
2: That also sounds like a uh, old western thing. Yeah. <laughs> <For sure. laughs>
1: Sedgwick's redemption. All right. So um, does it? I I've, I'm I, yeah. I feel like I've maybe set up too many too many complicated rules here or procedures. But uh, do do I get the first vote? Sure. Um, this is a tough one. Okay, so we have. The Vultures Dessert or Um Bullpen in a China shop, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <sighs> man. I mean those are both really, really good. Um I kinda like the bullpen in a china shop. Um Yeah, I mean I yeah, I love that the the turn of phrase there. That's gonna be my vote.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say uh same same here. I'll uh, I'll just chime in second. I really like it too, and I think it's 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 so good that I'm surprised it hasn't been used before. You know, or like right. I'm surprised I haven't heard it anywhere before. It it seems like it'd be like a good uh a good headline for like a newspaper article or something, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh so I I really like that. Um and you know that that's something too that could also be used uh Outside of the context of just that one specific uh, incidence of like a closer, um, you know, blowing a save and then getting a win. You could yeah, use yeah. it at any time like a, a bullpen like blows a, blows a lead like, you know,
1: like the, like or, like, or like any times. time a
0: bullpen is, uh, is bad, like you misused, like the Cubs last yeah. year or something like that, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. I, I
2: got to say, oh, go ahead, Jack, sorry. No, 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 go, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say I like it. It's got my vote.
2: Uh, two things well thank you I would have picked vultures dessert and the other thing I was going to say as a uh, (laughs) relatively new White Sox fan again this year that bullpen is not very uh, thrilling to me at all
1: it's not good it's not good I I I thought that Aaron Bummer was maybe the the second best guy in that bullpen and I think he he got lit up maybe in uh, the first game or something he Uh, did yeah he did yeah so that's not that's not good um yeah, yeah. There's a lot of teams that could can, can, uh could call their their bullpens uh, bullpen in a China shop, but uh, that's pretty good. Vultures dessert is really good too, Jack. I highly encourage you to write that as a novel. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. So next up, this one again. This is kind of like uh, you know, it's very, it's it's. There's a lot of overlap here, but um, an undeserved win. Uh, so basically, this one, if if we were are gonna like. Um, differentiate this one a little bit. Um, it's it could apply to any sort of pitcher. so it could apply to a pitcher who um you know pitched five innings, gave up like six runs, but then your team scored seven runs you know and gets a win or or it could or it could stand for like a pitcher who like pitches you know throws like 10 strikeouts in four innings and then uh, um you know has to come out of the game and then some bum comes in gives like pitches one inning, or even less than that. Uh, well, now it would be one inning, and uh, you know, gets the win somehow because the official scorer does it. So, um, uh, I think Kevin, I think uh, Jack and me, we both have ones for this one.
2: Yeah, I can make I'm one up, about, up on the spot. It, uh, <laughs>
1: um, all right, you're you're last, so you have you have two times to, to think about okay, it. Okay, cool, Go ahead. And it'll be better than mine. So, uh,
0: <laughs> um, so I, I call this one a uh, a Rick Helling special. Um, and so the, re- the reason for that is that uh, one of my favorite statistics in baseball is that in 1998, Rick Helling won 20 games. He went 20 and seven, and his ERA was 4.41, um, which which is which is unbelievable to me. I don't know how you win 20 games with a 4.41 ERA. It's just that's astonishing. Um, So if you want to talk about a guy who probably had a lot of undeserved wins in a season, like it's, it's Rick Helling. It has to be, I'd like to go through every single one of his starts. Uh, You know, I didn't have time before this episode, but, uh, but yeah, that's pretty crazy to me. So uh, yeah, Rick Helling special for this one.
1: I I like that Jack. And um, I will say that uh, um, it, uh, I could, man, I almost kind of want to uh, change mine on the spot and kind of, steal your mojo a little bit because i i'm thinking of the same uh occurrence but with a different pitcher um so uh the barry jones was a pitcher for the white Sox um in 1990 this happened um which he might have so he was probably wearing that hat that you're wearing right now kevin yeah, I know. um but he he also he went he finished the year i think uh 11 we well finished the year 11 and 4 but at one point he was um 11 and 1 uh so he was 10 and one on July 1st and those are all from like wins that he got in relief um, and he was 11 and one at some point and yeah like he I don't think he started any games that year but he had a an 11 and four record which is pretty crazy um, but uh, I'll just I'll stick with my with my uh, with my bad one and I have um, official scorer daddy <laughs>
0: <laughs> Re- repeat that
1: Jeremy what was that that is uh, official. Sco- Thanks for making me repeat it, by the way. But um, official scorer daddy.
0: Official scorer daddy.
1: Yes, <laughs> as if like um, so <laughs> the conceit here you must you must uh, imagine um a pitcher um much like a sugar daddy or how like you <laughs> know people like people have like a daddy who buys them right face.
0: right yeah yeah
1: you know the official scorer is this pitcher's daddy. And he, he he gives them a win every now and then to satisfy little baby uh, you know pitcher. So oh there you go. Boy. It's a little perverse, uh, but uh, you know, hey, uh, it's nothing new for Rain Delay Theater. That's
0: great. That's I I, I really like that one. Now that you uh you explained explained it
1: well. All good all good jokes need a uh, you know a good explanation. So. <laughs>
0: yes uh
2: I, I think i think i'll jump in here with one i think uh i think i thought of something so the whole idea is that they they blow it but they get the win right could so be, Yeah. i will i will go with kind of blue
1: <laughs> i like it i like it um i like i it, it makes me think of blue by by the 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 the, the, the intro track on uh bleach by uh oh Uh, yeah by never mind uh but yeah kind of blue he kind of blue and yeah
2: it's a it's a miles davis album kind of blue
1: there you go okay yeah exactly okay cool 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 uh all right strong contenders all around um
0: folks yeah i gotta i'll just i'll jump in first here i gotta go with official scorer daddy all right
1: (laughs) all right fair enough fair enough um I I'll go Rick Helling the Rick Helling special just because I'm always a fan of of just name checking old mediocre players so and and I would say maybe we could interchange that with Rick Helling and 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 Barry Jones maybe or you can interchange your any any pitcher who had that that situation
2: I would say so
1: I'll go with that Uh, but Kev you're the you're the tiebreaker here
2: yeah, I'm going helling, helling all the way. All right, think, uh, nice. That, that's, a, that's a good one. Very, very good, nice.
0: very good. Thank you, guys. Um, Yeah, and you know, Jeremy, I do feel like official scorer daddy can be used in other contexts, too. Like, you know sure. you know, when, like, uh, either for a, a p- in a favor of a pitcher when, when a, something that looks like a hit is scored as an error or yes. in favor of a hitter when it's like, yeah, that was probably an error, but they gave the guy a hit. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. just a, any time the official scorer helps a guy out. That's good.
2: This guy's this guy's a real OSD. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man! If only I could have
1: coined it as an OSD, that would have really that that may have may have helped my uh, my appeal there. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I love that for sure. Um, yeah, you know, like in Kerry Wood's 20 uh, game strikeout, the only um, hit was like a dribbler by Ricky Gutierrez. Um, that I think uh, Jeff Blauser might have been the shortstop, and like he they could have called it an error. So, if if they would have ruled in favor of Kerry Wood there, uh yeah, Kerry Wood would have been, you know, official score daddy. <laughs> nice. Like,
0: well, uh, all right, so the next one we have here is uh a combined no-hitter. Uh what 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 would be the name for a combined no-hitter? Um let's see. Who who's first on this one now, Jeremy? Is it you? I think oh
1: man, I think it is me this time. Um so again, I'm not too crazy about this one, but um uh so combined no-hitter, um I have the League of Tiny Men. (laughs) 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 I don't know why. I'm just thinking of like, you know, I was getting the visual of like, you know, stacking up like tiny miniature men next to like one normal sized adult male or something and equaling one. And so like I'm thinking like, you know, if you stack up like four guys to to make a a one no hitter, like the League of Tiny Men.
2: (laughs) So that's Uh. what I have.
1: Uh, That would put Kevin up next.
2: All right. Uh, So for this one, I went with a phrase. It's uh, there's no, no I in team. (laughs) (laughs) Like a a, a no, no, but there's no I in team. It's a a team effort. There's no, no I in team.
1: (laughs) That's one of those, those like, yeah, it's like, it's kind of, all you did was add one extra word but it's like it's it's kind of making my like mind melt a little bit it's like it's it's almost like a phrase turning in on it on itself but i get it now no no i in team what if if it was no no i in team team (laughs) (laughs) just for symmetry's sake yeah i like that though no no i
0: yeah i like it so do i um yeah that's almost like the uh the simber me timbers uh uh, joke from from a previous episode uh, too much, yeah, yeah. too much to explain right now. Uh, okay, so mine, uh, and this was a hard one, guys. I mean, I don't know if you you'll agree with me, but it was hard to come up with a name for this one. I had uh, uh, Dewey no hits Truman. It's it's a Dewey no hits Truman. You know, uh, you guys, you guys, you know, Dewey defeats Truman. Um, yeah. All right. So the reason for that, my reasoning behind that is that like whenever I hear that there was a no hitter, it's, you know, it's like, uh, oh, did you hear the Mariners pitched a no hitter? It's like, oh, really? Oh, it's a combined no hitter. Like, oh, that's not that. I actually I hate combined no hitters. I don't like them at all. Like, I think they're I don't think they're exciting. If one pitcher pitches a no hitter, uh, great. But like a combined no hitter, like that's 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 kind of boring to me. I don't I don't like it at all. It's one of my least favorite like feats in baseball. So, uh, you know, I, I wanted to pick something where it's just like, ah, that's that's like that's fake news. You know, that's that's bullshit. Like, get get it out of here. Uh, so that's that's my reasoning behind that. I don't know. What are your guys thoughts on combined no hitters?
1: No, I agree. I mean, it's 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 a total buzzkill. Um, I would I was thinking like man, I would think like, man, what if you were at a, a no hitter and then, you know, it was a combined no hitter. Um, uh, I, Yeah, Kev. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Same. It, it feels cheap. It feels like it should be a different stat altogether. It shouldn't be called a no hitter. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. It's not what you want. It's not what you want. Um, uh, I mean, I've, I've tried to actually think about the, like the positives of it. And it's like, well, I guess like a pitcher needs to like only has one inning to acclimate, you know? And, but usually when a pitcher comes into the ball game, it's, it, it's to the pitcher's benefit, not the batter's benefit. So that could maybe even explain why the no hitter happens. So yeah, it's, it's not, it's not perfect. Um. Let's see. Uh so uh, Jack, you have the first vote, I guess. Sure.
0: Um I like no no I and team.
1: <laughs> nice. Nice. Um do uh oh, I so I go last, I guess, huh?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Um mm, this is tough. Uh I think I'm going to go Dewey defeats Truman because yeah. I feel like Jeremy, yours is funny, but it would need a lot of explaining every time. <laughs> yeah,
1: for sure. I don't even really I don't even really I don't even buy my explanation of it. Um
2: I do like the idea of three pitchers in one uniform, like three small toddlers in one uniform, like I a Muppets
1: was, type situation. I was trying to go for something like that, but I couldn't yeah, I couldn't that would have been even more wordier, so Yeah. Okay. All right. So we got one for no no uh I and team and one for Dewey no hits Truman. I mean, oh, Dewey, no
2: hits Truman. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go Dewey as well, but I think, I think that that could, that's something that could be shortened to a Dewey.
0: Okay. Yeah. A, a Dewey, right? Oh, all right. No, that's yeah, good. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 I like it. Yeah. So, yeah, I did think, I did think mine was a little bit wordy. So, uh, yeah, yeah. All right. It, it's uh shortened to a Dewey and then you can, uh, and then, you know, you can explain it. A, a Dewey also sounds like a, a driving under the influence, you know? Oh yeah,
1: for sure, that is true. Which which some pitchers have gotten in their days. So, um, so yeah, so that 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 works as well. Um, very nice. Okay, well, uh, coming right up next, we have uh lose. uh, So okay, so this is losing a no hitter and not losing a no hitter, but like throwing a no hitter and being the losing pitcher. Um, so uh, let's see, Kev, you're up first, I
2: think. I think I went first last last time, right? You voted. Oh no! First you went first last, last, last. Yeah. Time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So if you like that last one, guys, get a load <laughs> of this. This one is the close, close but no, no cigar gar.
1: Oh man, damn it! You—that's it. I, I was one. I was one step ahead of you. Or, yeah, you were right there. You were one step ahead of me. Um, damn, that was good. That's good. Cl- say it one more time.
2: The close, close but no, no cigar gar. <laughs>
0: Uh, very nice very nice Uh, Jack you're up okay yeah um, I would say that when this happens to a pitcher the pitcher got Shawshanked um, and the reason for that is that the the Shawshank Redemption uh, even though it's like regarded as one of the great films of at least a decade if not ever uh, it won no Oscars what it uh, which is pretty remarkable Um, so that's kind of like, uh, you know, a pitcher pitching a no hitter and losing, you know, he did everything he possibly could do right. And he still can't, the team and him like still came up empty. Uh, so yeah, I'd, I'd say the pitcher got Shawshanked.
1: Nice. Very nice. Um, mine is a little more like, uh, actually it's in the spirit of the, uh, the Rick Helling experience, um, or the Rick Helling special, but mine is a, a Hawkins. Um, and that's that's Andy Hawkins, not Latroy Hawkins. But Andy Hawkins actually did uh, lose a no hitter. Um, he threw a no hitter. Um, I think he was with the Yankees at the time, and um, I actually think he lost it like four to nothing or something. And it was all like it was all on like walks and like a uh, wild pitch or an error or something. So he actually threw a no hitter and I think it was 1991, like the year of the no hitter, maybe. Um he was one of those guys and he threw a no-hitter in either 90 or 91 and um he lost a no-hitter so out of tribute to to him to kind of you know keep keep his name in the in the conversation I'm I'm coining it after him so I'm calling it a Hawkins
0: Nice okay All
1: right <clears throat> Um so it falls on me to first vote I guess here Um uh, man um I I'm a, I'm a sucker for the wordplay, so I, I got to go close, close, but no, no, Cigar Gar, <laughs> which, which again, like, um, you know, is, will take up, you know, half of your podcast if you're, if you're, if this happens, yeah. but uh, just saying the, the term over and over again, but uh, I'm going to go for that one just for sheer
0: uh, pleasure of saying it. Nice. And uh, yeah, that I, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to vote that one too, uh, if uh, I may. Uh,
2: guys, thank you so much. Nice. Um, yeah, you're. I, it would have been really tough, I gotta say, between the two years. Because on the one hand, I really love the Jack you, the the simplicity of yours. Where somebody was Shawshanked, like that's yeah. just perfect. Like it sounds yeah. perfect when you're when you're talking about this stat. And Jeremy, the names as we discussed earlier, it's always good to name something. But we got yeah. we got two names already, right? We got Helling and we got uh, we got Dewey. Dewey, yeah, right. <laughs> right, right,
0: right. <laughs>
1: Yep, yeah, cool. And you know we if you I think uh if you're if you're into the whole brevity thing, uh you can call it a close close. So,
2: close close, yeah. Yeah.
1: So there you go. Um next up we have unearned run uh com- but it's commit uh, an unearned run but it's uh committed via a pitcher error. So, um yes. Yeah, so um you know, a run uh, comes across that that you know the guy got on base via an error, but it was the pitcher who made the error. So, is it really unearned? Um, what do we got, uh, Jack? You're up first, I think. Oh, yeah. okay, sure.
0: Um, all right. So you know how in uh, in like a box score, uh, a, a line you'll see E and then ER in the pitcher's uh, the pitcher stat line, which stands for uh, you know run. r- runs and earned runs. Um, or, it's R and E R, not yeah E and E R. Uh, so yeah, you have you have runs, you have earned runs. So you have R, you have E R, and then I think the next column over should be R K O I R, and that <laughs> that would stand for uh, a rich kid of Instagram run. Um, <laughs> and so the reason I the reason I have that is because like you know so that that's just if a pitcher makes an error, um, by himself, like if, if it's his error. And then you know he gives up a bunch of runs. That's just like a golden parachute for him. You know he can just screw up as much as he wants, and like uh, th- there's no consequences for it. You know, earned runs. Uh, that's like there to protect the pitcher, um, so he's not charged with a bunch of BS runs. But when he makes the error, he should be charged with that run, but he's not. So anyway, just because of the golden parachute aspect of it, uh, I-, I chose an RKOIR. Rich kid of Instagram <laughs> run,
1: uh-huh. very nice. That uh, Jack, that, that's that is a term, and this is coming from a high school teacher. I had not heard that term before. You hadn't.
0: I, I think I heard R-K. it on a, a game show. They're like, yeah, like uh, you know, they're like uh, R K O I stands for rich kids of what, and then someone said Instagram. I was like, oh, I've never heard that before. But yeah, that is a thing. Rich kids of Instagram. I got. But apparently, it's a it's a thing. But I figured it would it would work perfectly for this uh, this here uh, term. For sure.
1: Um, all right. Um, I have uh, for mine. Um, this one was a little tough because maybe this should be more attributed to a first baseman, but uh, I'm going with like I'm going when you score a baseball game and um, you know you assign a number to each position, right? And so the pitcher is one, catchers two, first base is third, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So with the pitcher being one, um, I'm calling this a first offense. Um, huh. Yeah, so uh, it's committed by the pitcher. It's an offense. It's the first offense, and uh, there you go.
2: All right. Um, so, guys, I, <laughs> Jeremy, I went along kind of that same tack with that. Okay. Um, when a pitcher commits an error, it's an E one, and I was I also had to mix in some dumb wordplay, of course. So I came up with home plate and E one. Look, I'm not happy about it either. Okay.
1: <laughs> that one is so that one is so tortured maybe i tortured maybe seems like the like not a nice word because I do I love it but uh the n <laughs> you you have to go n e 1 but that n has no significance at all which it's but I love certainly it certainly not good. It's not good. I No, I love I'm, I'm the first I, to admit it. I love it. I love it. Uh home plate and (laughs) e1 what does that n stand for that doesn't that n doesn't stand for anything just focus (laughs) on the e1 part of it um i love it wait wait
2: wait what is it home plate and e1
1: okay and okay that that, that falls apart even more i think n apostrophe e1 there we go now we're getting like you know 90s uh cartoon like bobby and friends or something <laughs> oh we know. all
2: remember that famous cartoon bobby and friends
1: yeah that 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 rip off of that howie mandel vo- voiced uh cartoon um yes uh all right so uh there we go um who we got to vote so kevin you're up you're up to vote
2: okay i'm up i got rkoir and jeremy what was yours again remind me Sorry. first offense first I'm going with first offense on this one i like that very okay. simple to the point me too
0: I, I like i like first defense as well i think we should go with that one
1: okay we can do that um i um <laughs> yeah i mean rkoir it, it's funny like because rkoir like you know kind of works in with all those other like with the mouthfuls um even though it's it's you know it's uh an abbreviation uh but um
2: yeah I'll it kind of take... sounds like a like one of these newer expanded stats to be honest. yes
1: yeah for sure woba uh yeah all that stuff yeah for sure i i agree with that um uh so keith law would probably like that one uh, yeah. i suppose um but uh okay first offense it is um all right so now we got a couple um we have uh, a couple uh silly ones i guess if these other ones weren't silly but these are um like non non in gameplay uh related ones uh so Here's where we probably go off the deep end a little bit um, with some of our terms. But um, so this one is – this one kind of was the impetus for the whole uh, episode, I would say. Uh, We've talked about it on the podcast before, but it's coming up with um, a name for when someone wears a different hat and a different shirt or jersey, like a non-matching hat and and jersey. Um, If you recall uh, from the uh, Rain Delay Theater uh, annals – um the uh informed interloper who uh befriended Jack uh at the uh, Cardinals White Sox game uh two years ago now at this point. Yeah. Well um, I, I think
0: to befriend somebody it has to be mutual. But uh <laughs> anyway, go on go on, Jeremy.
1: Yes, exactly. Um he was wearing if you recall he was wearing I believe a was he wearing an Oakland A's hat and a Cardinals jersey, or was it the other way? No, I out? was an
0: Oakland A's hat and a red uh, Jairo Munoz uh, jersey.
1: Yeah, Cardinals, Cardinals uh, jersey. Um, and so, you know, I this is one that I've been racking my brain uh, trying to think of uh, for a while. Does, am I up first then? Yeah,
0: sure.
2: I believe so. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, uh, this was a tough one. Um, I wanted to go with. Um, Speaking of '90s cartoons, any of you guys remember the cartoon
2: Wuzzles? I don't. <laughs> mm, no, they they sound fuzzy. Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, are they like fuzzy. hybrid animals? Yes. Yeah. 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 So I it remember. was uh
1: the the theme song was like two times the fun wrapped up and rolled in a one, but um so but I didn't go I didn't go Wuzzle although Wuzzle can be like a fourth option I suppose but um uh I went with Uniform. So uniform but uniform. Okay. So it's an ununiform. And maybe you can say it's uninformed. it's an uninformed uniform. It could be a, a yeah. portmanteau, but uniform. Ooh.
0: I like that one. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right.
1: Uh, Kev, what do you got?
2: Am I up uh yeah mine is not great for this. I, I I like you said, it was really hard to come up with one for this one. There's a lot of options. Um I went with anti-style icon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right explain that one a little bit kev uh,
2: just because you know uh i don't know a lot about fashion but i feel like if you're wearing clashing things you know or if you're wearing things that fit together you're called a style icon okay but if you're wearing clashing things maybe you're an anti-style icon i don't i not really have a good one for this one
1: no that's good i i was wondering if that was like a like a brian eno record or something i i didn't know like no that i didn't know yeah. about you got me with the a Davis one a little bit so okay <laughs> yeah okay very nice i like it um Uh, uh, Jack, what do you got?
0: Um, So I I would uh, uh, say somebody in this instance, and this could be whatever sport you're talking about, but uh, like, you know, for the informed interloper, I would say he's like a baseball Frankenstein, Um, you know, because it's like you're taking a bunch of parts from a bunch of different things, and you're you're putting them together. You know, Uh, I think in the same night, or maybe just, maybe this was a different episode, but like we saw a kid wearing like Toronto Raptors jersey and like Cleveland Cavaliers shorts, or something like that. So it would be like, he's like a basketball Frankenstein, you know?
1: I, oh I think that, that was the same
0: it might night. Have been, it might have been the same night. It was a good, it was a good night for people wearing different team stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I guess if I had a vote for this, I'd pick, I, I think Una, Unaform is, uh, is pretty clever. So I'm going to go with that one.
1: Okay, fair, fair. Jack, what was your official term then? Was it Franken?
0: Yeah, was it? it would be. It would be Frank. I, I think it'd be whatever sport you're talking about. So it'd be like baseball Frankenstein, you know, okay, or okay, like basketball Frankenstein. So like blank Frankenstein.
1: Damn it, man! I do like baseball Frankenstein because I, I do like 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 using the term baseball as like an adjective, uh, like in front of in front of something. So that that'll be my vote: baseball Frankenstein. I do like that. Damn it, that's good.
2: I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with uniform. I like uniform because I feel like you'd spell it the same way as uniform, but you, you it doesn't come through until you say it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I was I was writing it down with a dash after um after the n. So um yeah, it, that's where it gets dicey. But uh, uh, okay, cool. I mean, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna accept that one because that that one I re- I, I wanted to win because uh, that's something that like I just makes me laugh. Actually, the one of the reasons why I like remembered it is because I was uh I might have been wearing like yeah, a Cubs shirt and like a an Expos hat and uh past guest of the podcast Mark Bubblebath called me out on it. He's like, "Look at this guy. He's wearing a Cubs shirt and an Expos hat." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, man, I am." Like, and I I had no way to defend myself. So, this is something that I've been thinking about for for a couple years now. So, I will I'm 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 very pleased that you all voted for uniform.
0: well and I, I'm, I'm pleased we finally have a name for it too now yeah,
1: yeah, yeah i'm excited yeah. um i will say and we can move on very quickly after this but uh on opening day when the cubs players were wearing uh, black lives matter uh shirts uh kyle Schwarber was wearing one as well and he was also wearing a police hat so <laughs> oh, that, was a okay. of,
2: that's a, that was a bit that's of a an uniform. uniform that's an uniform yeah yes, yeah yes. Um, yeah that's the um,
0: that's like the uh uh I, I don't know what you would call it, the social justice or like the uh you know, the political a political uniform, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um so all right, next up we have um <laughs> paying ballpark prices for food when you had the option to eat beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> so um let's see. So uh Kev, you're up first.
2: OK, um, so for this one, I, I didn't really I couldn't come up with anything super clever, but I feel like an explanation that, you know, you know that ballpark prices are very expensive. And I don't know if the thing is you you had the option to eat before, but you missed it or you're purposely waiting. <laughs> Can you explain that? Do you, was it just whatever? There is no explanation because sometimes because okay,
1: okay. I, I will say that, like, you know, you find yourself in the state in the stands and you're like, man, I'm hungry. And then you're like, man, I just want because when we go to like the White Sox games, you walk by like a Jimmy John's and Jack and I have even eaten at that Jimmy John's beforehand. Um, and I'm like, you know, when you when you're shelling out like, you know, 15 bucks for food, you're like, man, I could eat Jimmy John's for five dollars, right.
2: you know? Right. Well, mine goes with the <laughs> the option that uh, or the idea that you knew you were going to eat in the stadium instead of outside of the stadium. And yeah, I that just could work as well. The, I just went with the connoisseur.
1: <laughs> nice the connoisseur the connoisseur
0: I like it it's very nice yeah you have to wave your hand like
2: that.
1: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> uh Jack what do you got
0: okay um so mine is uh it's kind of a long one but um you know I, I feel like this is like a specific incident so maybe it needed this kind of name but uh it's called the soda at home fallacy now, here, now, he, hear me out on this. So we've all been the kid at like Burger King or McDonald's or whatever. Uh, you know, when you were a kid, and like, you know, your parents would order for you, and then you say, oh, "I want to get a soda too." But you know, your parents would say, "No, we got soda. We got we got soda at home. No, you don't. You, you don't need to get that soda." So, but like, uh, you know, when you're at the ballpark, it's like you know you can't say like, "We got you know we got soda at home" because you're gonna be there for three and a half hours. <laughs> You know you got no you got no op- you got no option. Home home isn't an option anymore. You can't think about the outside world. If you're if you're hungry, if you're thirsty, you got to get something there. So uh so yeah, it's the soda at home fallacy. <laughs>
1: Jack <laughs> I'm laughing hysterically over here cuz I'm just picturing like The way the way that you even your line reading of that was perfect. It's just like the dismissive dad, which I can only imagine, Jack, you were maybe told that at some point in your life by your dad. Like, "Eh, we got soda at home. Like, You don't need soda. We don't need to spend money on soda. There's soda at home. So (laughs) that really is hitting a nerve. That is really hitting a nerve with me. Um, uh, Yeah, I like it. Um, uh, So mine is um, kind of similar in the same like kind of, you know, spirit of that. Um, you know, I think there are some things that you can only get at a ballpark. That's what I was trying to think of. Like, what is something that you, you can only get at a ballpark or it tastes better when you're at a ballpark? Um, and like, honestly, like if you think of like nachos, right? Like, you know, you can't like, other than like 7-Eleven, you know, you can get nachos at 7-Eleven, but it's not very good. Um, so like, you know, maybe you'd be more willing to spend like the money, if you're at a ball game or a movie theater or an amusement park to get nachos. So I'm calling mine the liquid cheese tax. (laughs) (laughs) You're, you're paying a premium and you know, it's like, it's like no matter if it's liquid cheese or not, but you know, you're, you're willing to pay that because it's something that you, you know, can't get it you know, at outside of a ballpark. So there we go. I think we have some really good contenders in this. We do.
0: We do. We do.
1: And I got to vote first, I guess, huh? I mean, unless someone wants to vote first. Uh, uh, soda at home fallacy. Um, I, uh, I I have to go with that one, uh, even though, you know, I'm trying to think of, like, how you would shorten it, like, what the shorthand for that would be. Like, the at home soda fallacy is, like, you save, like, one word or something, I think. But, like, um, no, not even. It's just a rearranging of the words. So, But I do love that one, soda at home fallacy, just for the spirit of it. I like that one.
0: Nice. (laughs) Uh,
2: Who's up next, Jack?
0: Sure, I'll I'll go. Um, You know, I'm gonna go with uh, liquid cheese tax for this one, just because I like the idea of like a tax. You know, Um, (laughs) it's like you know, yeah, you you go in the stadium, it's like you're paying that, you're paying that tax, you're paying that little extra just because you're at the at the ballpark. You know, so it really is like a tax. Uh, So that that's the one that that's what I'm gonna go with.
2: Okay. Both of these sound like <laughs> they sound like economist studies. Like you have the soda at home fallacy and the liquid cheese tax. <laughs> like you can write thesis papers on these things. Yeah, right. Um I think uh I think soda at home tax wins out though. I really <laughs> or the soda at home fallacy really wins out. I like the the fallacy in there. Really it makes me laugh a lot. And I think uh I don't think you need to shorten it, to be honest. I think I think that's good um yeah
1: that's yeah that's good no i like it all right that that's 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 uh that's canon now um i know we're we're We're. this is shaping up to be a bit of a long episode and I, there shouldn't be any more asides here but i just want to do one quick aside just for self-indulgence sake because of the term fallacy have any of you guys ever seen who's harry crumb <laughs>
0: uh yes i i have is that the one about the uh the artist um or no uh, is that with paul is that with paul giamatti
1: no, no. Um uh John Candy, right? Yeah, John Candy. Um oh. Johnny Smith as well. Um but it's John it's kind of like a John Candy uh Master of Disguise type of thing where he plays he's like a detective but he has all these different disguises. Okay, yeah. Jeffrey Jones is in it as well. Uh the shamed the the you know <laughs> the shame to Jeffrey Jones. Um but uh there's a part in it where he's like talking I think to Jeffrey Jones and Jeffrey Jones is is really smart and who Harry Crum is like not a smart guy but he's like street savvy but he's not like a well-learned guy and so like he's talking he he's talking about sneaking into someone's house and like he took a picture of someone cheating like with with a wife or something basically um and like he's talking about getting a picture of the guy naked and he like is trying to like make fun of him and he looks at like Jeffrey Jones has like a word of the day calendar like a desk calendar and he looks at it and like the word of the day is fallacy and he like he's like talking to him about it and he's like yeah look at that guy get a load of his little fallacy and like does like a little like pinky wave or something uh-huh. and like totally mis- misuses the word and that's how i learned the definition of fallacy i think as a little kid so um just a little aside there about the word fallacy and who's harry Crum.
2: i believe i first heard it in a megadeth song
1: oh really <laughs> uh in, like, Hangar 19... Yeah, I don't even know. We don't have to get get know. deep in there. Yeah, in it negative. doesn't matter. Yeah, it okay. Honestly, it
2: doesn't matter. Yeah,
1: fair enough, fair enough. Um, okay, well, uh, let's see. Moving right along, moving right along. With more about uh, paying money. Um, this is paying more for a, a souvenir or food than you paid for your ticket. Um, so you got in cheap, and then you paid more on the back end with something else. Um, who's first? Uh Jack, are you first? Sure, sure, yes I, I am.
0: So, um, uh, I, th- I, I think this would be uh, best categorized, Jeremy, just from all of our experiences, uh, as Rheinsdorfing.
3: <laughs>
0: just because, <laughs> nice. you know, they get you in the ballpark cheap, and then they get you on the food and the, the souvenirs, and they get you to, to buy stuff, you know? Yeah, so, sure. yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, Rheinsdorfing for me.
1: Very nice, very nice. Um yeah, it makes me for some reason it makes me think of like gar, do do we all remember gargoyling? No. <laughs> well, there was there was planking was the first one where you would take a picture of yourself like straight as a board. Mm-hmm. Um and then there was like Darth, there was like vadering where you would like take a picture of your friend jumping in the air and you would put your hand in the air to so make it look like you were doing the Darth Vader. Gargoyling was just taking a picture like posing like a gargoyle. <laughs> Anyway, Mm. um, but for some reason, when you say Reinsdorfing, I think of gargoyling and then I think of Jerry Reinsdorf in the gargoyle position. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, so yeah, uh, just another aside by me. Um, So, for me, I have, Jack, I'm right there with you, but I I use a different terminology. I called it the sock experience.
0: Okay. All right.
1: So, the sock experience paying $4 for a ticket and then, you know, buying a program or buying, you know, food for. You know, three times as much of that. <laughs> the This experience, Kev, what do you got?
2: So, yeah, I, I also thought of a White Sox thing, but then I went a different way with it. I, I tend to go to a lot of like independent games. I go to the Chicago Dogs games and some minor league games. So I went with minor infractions.
1: Ooh, I like that, because I do think that that's that that does happen a lot at minor league games. I mean, minor league games typically are cheaper than than MLB games, but. I like minor infractions too. Damn, there's there again some good choices here.
0: Yeah, m- minor infractions sounds like an early 90s Michael Douglas movie.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, it would be very steamy. Yeah, yeah, it's like
0: one of those yeah, those steamy Michael Douglas movies from the the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Um sure. whose vote is it first?
1: I guess Kevin, but uh uh I
2: hmm. I think I'm going to go with Ryan Sturfing on this one. Okay. I like, I like Ryan's Dorfing. Yeah. It, it reminds me of Dorf. <laughs> yeah. Dorf on like golf. The Tim Conway character. Yeah. There we go. Hey, there's Conway. my old man reference today.
1: Yeah. All right. Now Jack has to come up with a, an old, uh, comedian reference. Uh, although maybe if you count Alan Sherman, you're good. Um, yeah i mean again it's it's hard to go like with against Reinsdorfing just because it's fun to say so i i I have to go reinsdorfing too and i got to take the vote out of your hands there jack so. beautiful
0: well, thank you guys I appreciate it uh i I did like sock experience um but uh yeah uh, I guess Reinsdorfing it is yeah
2: I like my sorry there's got to be something with uh, a bill Vec play on words too with that somewhere i don't know yeah I don't want to think of it right now, though
1: that would be like a ballpark promotion, which we could do that for episode for for the part two of this yeah like, absolutely like yeah like oh, going to a game only for the promotion, which I've done plenty of times yeah uh
0: th- hey, and oftentimes it's a white sox game, uh but yeah that, <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's that's beautiful uh yeah, well, there you go. we came up with one on the spot there you go, vecking vecking <laughs>
2: on, ve- on vec- hitter hitter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um right, so we have two more and then we're gonna wrap it up for the day um we have um getting an aisle seat but sitting in a row where everyone in the middle is constantly getting up uh so so you you try to get that aisle seat so you get quick access out to the uh, aisle and I will say my dad is um, notorious for this he always (laughs) wants to sit on the aisle and I don't because I don't get up at the games uh and so I'm okay sitting in the middle because I don't have to crawl over people um but it can be annoying. We need a word for it, um, and uh, I guess I, actually I'm up uh, first on that. So, um, <clears throat> so I have for that sitting at the end of the aisle. I have the idiot's turnstile. <laughs> oh,
3: that's good. Mm, I like uh, that
1: turnstile <laughs> for idiots yeah, to go through. Yeah. As, you know, and that's that's a rain delay theater stance there. If you get up to go to a baseball game, we have deemed you an idiot. <laughs> you know, uh, if you have to pee, get food whatever you're an idiot okay go ahead
2: (laughs) um so i was i was thinking of teams that have notoriously obnoxious fans and the cubs are certainly certainly have their share of obnoxious fans so the first one i thought of i didn't go with this but the first one i thought of was the wrigley shift but i ended up going with another notoriously annoying fan base and i went with the dodger dodge
1: Ooh, i like that i like that
0: Nice, nice.
1: Dodger, Dodge.
0: I like it. Um, uh, awesome. Well, yeah, we got two two great candidates. Uh, so mine, uh, let's see. So if if you're in an aisle seat uh, and you're getting up all the time, uh, that's what I call being in a whack-a-mole seat. Um, you guys remember the the whack-a-mole game where it's like you know oh, okay. the moles would just keep coming up. You're like the you're like the mole in the whack-a-mole. You know, you just keep coming up and someone you know getting getting knocked down again and just going back up and down. So yeah, uh you're in the whack a mole seat. That's mine.
2: I like
1: it. I like it. Um Jack, who who do you who who do you want to vote for?
0: Uh let's see. Uh so we have Idiots Turnstile, and we have Dodger Dodge. Is that right? Yeah. Um So for this one, uh I, I, I think I like I like Dodger Dodge for this one. Um just because uh it's um I, I like like Dodger fans are notorious for like you know showing up late uh to games as well uh which is also probably super annoying to you know people trying to enjoy the first couple of innings so uh i think uh, i think i'm gonna go with that for this one dodge or dodge
1: yeah i'm i'm going uh oh yeah i think it probably is kevin's turn but oh, okay yeah uh
2: i'm gonna go with idiot turnstile idiots turnstile i like idiots turnstile
1: fair enough yeah yeah um I I'm going Dodger Dodge as well. Um, and yeah, I do think that, that, that is a good, I was going to say like, you know, I guess none of us necessarily have had like, you know, a lot of firsthand experience perhaps doing a Dodger Dodge, but, but certainly for the sake of like even people leaving early. Right. So like if you're in the seventh yeah. inning, the game's getting good, you're going to probably have to stand up to let someone in the middle of the row, leave the, the stadium. So I think it's a perfect term. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all for Dodger, the Dodger Dodge. <laughs> it's fun to say. Um, all right, so we we got our last category here, folks, um, <laughs> and it's a good one, I guess. Uh, it's a late edition too. I was uh, we we added this one uh, just mere 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 moments before the uh, podcast. Um, uh, how do I phrase this one? Uh, <laughs> this is having to go to the bathroom at a baseball game, but not number one. So
0: having to go number two at a baseball game.
1: Yeah, yeah. having to go number two That's at right. a baseball game. So, um, and uh, Kev, you uh, have the, the honor of going first in this one.
2: Okay. Uh, first of all, that sounds like a horrifying situation, and I'm glad it's never happened to me. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna call that needing a two bagger. Oh,
0: okay. Pretty good. Yeah. Nice. That's that's uh, that that's that's awesome. I didn't think about the you know potential for play on words with a, a double. I called it uh, I called it the uh, the seventh mound visit. Because you know you get you get you get six you get six mound visits, but you know not a seventh one. So that's uh, that's what I that's
1: what I got. Oh man, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, me and Kev were on the same wave same wavelength there, Kev. Uh, I had uh, just simply playing second base for number two. Yeah, it's it's just as simple as sometimes it's just as simple as that. So. I gotta go play second base <laughs> they're, they're calling me in they're putting me in second you know like um, so so yeah that's as simple as uh, I got and um, time to vote so I mean okay so yeah I mean uh, I'm, I'm gonna go seventh mound visit I mean that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty good I can't deny it that's pretty damn good so that's my vote seventh mound visit
0: okay perfect um, uh, let's see I would say uh, for this one um, uh, uh, playing second base I gotta go play second base uh yeah I think you know it's just a you know you're at a baseball game it's it's uh it works I think you know yeah. and everybody knows what you're talking about
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah I think uh I think the vote is split Jeremy ours was too similar it's got to be seventh mound visit
1: yeah we cancel each other out that's yeah. that's that's fair that's fair um yeah I I I'm, honestly I'm I'm yeah I'm cool with that one that's a that's a good one seventh mound visit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 but uh, a lot of winners across the board. I think even the ones that we thought were going to be bad even had like sparked at least a little bit of uh, uh, good chuckles, I guess. <laughs> so that's good, right? Well, there we go. So, guys, we have to, we've now um, you know uh, we've sworn to 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 take these under um, you know put them to add them into our vernacular going forward. So we we must uh, you know by by rule of uh, the rain delay theater packed we must now put these uh into our uh into our vocabulary so there you go and listeners at home please uh please do us a favor Let, have this all not be for nothing you now must take this and put this into your vocabulary going forward say it to someone at work uh even uh say it to a family member who you know casually watches baseball <laughs> um even if you have to go to the bathroom go say i'm gonna go play second base and <laughs> just disappear for a half hour you know um well, we're on the subject, Jack. Have you ever played second? Ba- have you ever um? Have you ever uh, uh had a seventh mound visit?
0: Um, not at a baseball game. No. Okay. Um, okay. Not, honestly, it happened to me on a date one time, and that sucked. Oh, but because no. it was like you know, it was super mm. obvious. I was gone for a long time. It was definitely there was no question what was happening in there. But. Uh, <laughs> If I had a choice between it happening uh, on a date or a baseball game, like I'd probably pick a date, right? Yeah, I don't want to miss. I don't want to miss that much baseball, you know. I'm at this baseball game, like <laughs> there you go, trying to go. keep yeah, yeah, score you here, you know. Uh, so yeah,
1: wait, what was that? You're trying to what?
0: You know, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to keep. You know, I'm trying to keep score at this game and stuff. Like I got. Yeah, I got a sure. game to. I got a game to watch. So yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, it's never happened to me. Has it ever happened to you guys?
1: Well, Kev said it was lucky that it didn't um, yeah, you know, no. there 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 must be a reason why I brought it up. Uh yes, for yes, I've had several seventh <laughs> Mound visits.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. Um,
1: and uh, you know, you just got to do it. I I'm I'm wondering if it was like during a rain delay or something, but uh yeah, you know. And I think the last time we went in this area, uh Ben was a guest on the podcast as well. So, uh there's something about having a third person here that uh, allows us to op- be a little more free with our <laughs> with our stories. That's right and our experiences well um all right well kev um listen it was great having you on the podcast uh do you got anything you want to plug
2: no i don't think so i'm not doing anything man <laughs> fair enough <laughs> playing a lot of video games in quarantine i'm that okay all
1: right kevin i know kevin to be a you know a well uh traveled musician plays around with a lot of bands uh uh has in his history we've played some shows together played in bands together um uh and um you uh, we mentioned it before, but you do have a podcast dormant now, but uh, are on hiatus right now. Uh, Teen Line, T-E-N- yeah, the Teen Line and... podcast,
2: yeah, t i n e l i n e dot bandcamp dot com. Yes. yeah, I guess I could plug the band. The band is called YKK or YKK Chicago at bandcamp dot com. Just head over to Bandcamp, find all things Kevin.
1: Yeah, just just do some a random word in front of Bandcamp, and you're li- you're liable to find a Kevin Goggin project. <laughs> Um, but cool, yeah, check those out. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a pleasure having you on the show, Kev. Um,
2: thank you for having me, it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you were a perfect guest to have for this topic, I think. Um, so uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, but uh, that'll do it for another episode of Rain Delay Theater. Uh, let's hope that uh, there is baseball next time. Uh, especially we we have something fun planned for the next one, Jack. So let's hope that it happens. And um, uh, yeah, let's hope that baseball so exists. And uh, yeah, uh, everyone is taking care of uh what they need to take care of so for uh rain delay theater my name is jeremy Dionisio.
0: and i'm jack swakowski we'll see you later bye bye